All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are here on the Ring Scoops podcast, the webmaster Wade Needham, and we have an exciting guest for everybody out there. It is going to be a spectacular like you have never heard before here on Ring Scoops, ladies and gentlemen. We have a superstar that is going to be so huge in this business, this crazy industry that we call professional wrestling. It is going to be amazing who is this guest you may ask well i'll be honest with you it's one of the coolest cats in the world i'll be honest with you he is honest john john what's up buddy man what an introduction can you be my personal ring announcer because because i like that i like that a lot you still you know spoke what? the truth and i appreciate it thank you you know what? I'll I'll talk I'll talk to the bookers here in uh, in SoCal and see if we can get some uh, some stuff going on there, buddy. <laughs> so so how have you how have you been, man? <laughs> oh, I, I've been I, I've been wonderful. I've been fantastic. I've been all those things and more. How about yourself? I'm I'm doing I'm doing pretty good, man. Uh, things are popping out here, and uh, shows are starting back up. And uh, I know you've you've got some work coming your way, don't you? Yeah, I, I, got, I got a few things lined up in the next few weeks, uh, but we'll get to that later. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, I, I got to ask, but let's start this off real quick. Uh, you know, it's, it's chronological order. We always got to start at the very, very beginning, the core, right? So what made you get into wrestling and what are some of your influences? <sighs> Starting off with a loaded question, what made me get into wrestling? <laughs> A lot of people say they were watching it on TV. They were watching, uh, you know, WWE, WCW, TNA, whatever. They got hooked. But there lies the difference. They had to watch it on TV to get hooked. I've been hooked since I was born. I was born and bred. And I'm only a first-generation wrestler. But as soon as I came out the womb, I was doing drop kicks and drop downs. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that's what got me into this. My own birth. Answer your question. So you're, you're your biggest influence? My biggest influence. Hmm. Now, by influence, what do you mean? Well, not the Jey Uso influence, but, you know, what uh, What are some of the styles, some of the superstars, some of the wrestlers and the athletes that, uh, that the Honest John has his eyes on? You say, you know what? I like a little bit of that. I like a little bit of this. What, what, what creates the Mambo number five of Honest John? Man, I really hate that you brought up Mambo number five. That has been <laughs> my song in like two years. Supposed to do doing your research, sir. But I still like always it. my my influences. Well, besides me looking in the mirror, that is a big influence. That's a big inspiration. It's a big inspiration to all my followers, all the people part of the John Taraj, all the people wanting to be next to me, with me, along with me, going for this journey and ride we call professional wrestling, this career, this roller coaster with ups, downs, ebbs and flows, rhythms and melodies. But to all those people that want to know 
what are my influences and inspirations? Well, when I was a little honest, John, when I was a little HJ, HJ would look up into the stars, into the sky. Have you ever seen Lion King where Mufasa formed in the clouds? Well, all my influences formed into the clouds that night. They looked down upon me, those influences telling me that you should continue on this wrestling journey. And I was just a young little boy. I was eight years old looking to the clouds and all I saw was the Mount Rushmore of wrestling because everyone's is different. My Mount Rushmore of wrestling obviously involves people like Chris Jericho. It involves people like Kurt Angle, The Rock, Austin. And I'm not talking about modern rock movie star Dwayne. I'm talking about 2003 Hollywood rock because he had it all. I'm talking about Stone Cold in 1997 because he had it all. He could wrestle, he could talk, he could walk the walk and stomp a mud hole and continue that walk while walking it dry. I have a lot of influences, inspirations, styles, wrestlers. I could name names, I could name a list of all these superstars, of all these megastars, of all these wrestlers. But at the end of the day, you combine them together, you combine all those inspirations and influences and you get the greatest thing in a wrestling ring, the living swipe right of professional wrestling. Honest, John, does that answer your question, Wade? Well, that answers my question. Thank you so much for that. Okay. <clears throat> I heard you mention the John Taraj. It's a very interesting name there, the John Taraj. How many members of the John Taraj are there nowadays? If you had time, I would count every single one of them. But let's just say, how many members of the John Taraj? Well, a thousand plus, two thousand plus. I think the other day there was four hundred and fifty plus of the John Taraj. Just hanging around, enjoying what they enjoy best, me. All righty. Well, good, good stuff there. Um, it, this, this may be an obvious question with an obvious answer, uh, but why the name Honest John? That is one of the most obvious questions I've ever heard in my entire life. The writing's on the wall, Wade. The writing's in the name. Honest John. I wouldn't lie to you. Everything I say, everything I speak, I speak with 100% honesty, 100% facts, 100% truth. Every word that comes out of my mouth is 100% honest. Ask me any question, you will receive an honest answer. No lies, no fibs. No well, untruths, I guess, coming out of my mouth. Seriously, ask me anything. Ask me any question. What's this color of the sky? Right now, it's blue with a little bit of white because it's a little overcast. It's all them clouds. What's the color of a, you know, my, my car? My car is silver. What kind of car you drive? Well, currently, I am driving around in a Kia Soul, a big square box, but that box is enough room for Honest John. It gets me from point A to point B so I can see my way to my D destination. 
not not only is is John honest, but he's modest. Modest John. I like that too. That's a, that's a good one. You said ask any question here. All right, give me an honest answer about this one. You started training at Jesse Hernandez, the legendary Jesse Hernandez's school of hard knocks in San Bernardino, California, which ladies and gentlemen, you guys can go to SOHKtraining.com for more details on that or Empire Wrestling Federation.com as well. Um, but when you started training there uh, a few years back, can you describe your first impressions of the School of Hard Knocks and also describe what the average training session is over at the School of Hard Knocks? My first impression of the School of Hard Knocks. Well, let's throw it back because my first time ever stepping foot into the School of Hard Knocks was actually around 2011, 2012. I didn't start fully training until around 2016, 2017, my mistake. But my first step into the school was 2011, 2012, somewhere around there. I walked in and I was amazed. Because this is back when the school was still on Waterman, right? Because there was that weird time in between going from the sports place they're at and before they went back, right? Because there was that weird time where they moved out. And the... I went there and I was just amazed. I was like, wow, this is wrestling. This is professional wrestling and they're training their buns off, lifting tires, lifting weights, doing rolls. And Jesse, that genius of a man with a gleam in his eye, he was in the ring teaching, telling all these, all these trainees how to become successes in the ways of wrestling. And I remember looking at that. Now I'm just a kid at the time. And I looked at that and said, man, I'm not ready for this. Not yet. So I spent the next four years, four to five years, getting myself mentally ready, physically ready, and financially set to go start training and beginning my wrestling journey. I could have started then, but I wouldn't be the man I am now. I wouldn't be, I probably wouldn't be honest, John, if I started in 2011. I waited, matured, signed up for the school in 2017 and what a day that was because i was able to prove my own validation to myself that i belong i am ready to start training because at that time the the warm-up sessions were not just to warm you up they would kick your ass you were sweating buckets you had to bring three pairs of shirts because by the time you were done with the warm-up the first two shirts you were wearing were drenched in sweat you ever sweat so much like you get the white salt lines right oh yeah sweating crisco yeah. over here sweating crisco straight up you'd have to bring so many extra clothes just because the it was like you were at the uh, at the water park just jumped in the pool but i was able to hang in there with 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 people like you know the andy browns adrian quest they were there too doing that those drills they were doing them easily but I was able to, at the very least, keep up. And that was validation enough that I need to keep training, keep doing this. And it was such a, such a fantastic experience. Now you mentioned names like Andy Brown, Adrian Quest, who started out school hard knocks, uh, especially Adrian Quest starting out at a very, very young age. Both have made uh, pretty good names for themselves. Um, 
where do you see yourself coming from school hard knocks? Uh, let's say in the next five years, do you see yourself on par with guys like Andy Brown, Adrian Quest, uh, or either like uh, other alumni from school hard knocks, such as like Frankie Gazarian, uh, Candace LeRae, names like that? You see yourself in the same group? I could be humble and say, yes, I see myself in the next five years being around that area because that's how we do it right be humble well i'm not going to be humble i could see myself in five years in five years i'm going to be a bigger success than all of them are they've paved the way and i'll walk that line of gold because i will make it to the top whether they like it or not whether anyone likes it or not my name is gonna be the biggest name to ever come out of the school of hard knocks being humble be damned I've been humble enough. Answer the question, Wade. I'll I'll say this. Uh, I've I've spent a lot of time around School of Hard Knocks and Jesse Hernandez. And one thing that I know that Jesse ingrains in all of his students is to know your worth. And there is certainly no lack in your knowledge of your own worth. Uh, I could definitely tell that you've learned that very well, School of Hard Knocks. Uh, switching okay. gears here. Um, who are some of your favorite people in this business that you have worked with? I know you have a long history with uh, your former tag partner, Archimedes. Um, but like, Dead. who are some of the other people that you had to work with that you, are your favorites? Some of my favorite people I've ever worked with. One, please don't mention Archimedes anymore. He is dead in my mind, dead and buried. I really hate the fact that people keep bringing him up. That was two years ago. What's well, some of my favorite people I've ever worked with in my illustrious career? I'm sorry, I almost puked when I thought of Archimedes. Um, hmm. Let's see. I've wrestled people. I enjoyed wrestling Anthony Idol. That was a fun time. He's big. He's strong. He's tall. He has it all. I enjoyed wrestling Miguel, M-I-G. You can see that on a championship browser from Hollywood. That was, that, that was an interesting match. Are, are we talking my entirety of my career before I continue? That's up to you on how you would like to answer the question, sir. Let's, let, let's go the entirety. Uh, my debut match, I wrestled uh, Richie Slade. I would love to go back and wrestle him again because that was my Tremendous. debut. I'm a different person than I am. That, this is three years on, three or four years on. Tremendous talent. He is an amazing brother, but at the same time, he's a completely different cat as well. It'd be an interesting matchup. I, I got to wrestle Ray Rosas twice, actually. Every single time, it's been a, it's been a great time. It's been a great, great matchup. Another great guy, Ray Rosas. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a little salty over not being able to pull out a victory either times, but hmm. third time's a charm, right? third time could be the very the very charm yeah so ray rosas if you're listening to this uh honest john wants another shot i hope you're listening ray <laughs> and another person i've really enjoyed working was actually fairly recently uh, i really enjoyed wrestling uh a, a wrestler by the name of jerry gigolo he was a very uh i i liked our mesh of styles uh He's a really, 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 I enjoy being in the ring with him, yeah. even though just like Ray Rosas, he beat me twice. 
Third time's a charm. It's always the, the third time's a charm. Threes. Getting there again, it probably won't happen this time. Possible another challenge here from Honest John. <laughs> I could keep going. I could keep naming names, listing lists. But at the end of the day, you're here to interview Honest John and hear what I have to say, not all these other people that I've wrestled or been in the ring with. So, so before I go and start listing all these other all these other chumps and champs. Let's move on, please. All right, let's get back on track here. Uh, topic, honest, John. We need an honest answer out of this next question here. What is your ultimate goal in professional wrestling? My ultimate goal in professional wrestling. I think I made it loud and clear. I'm going to be the only thing you will remember. The greatest thing you've ever seen. My name will last decades and centuries. My name's going to be in the wrestling history books. I'm going to main event every big promotion show. I'm going to be the tip top tip towing with the gold of everything I do because that's just who I am. That's just what Honest John is. Whether it's main eventing in Japan, America, Mexico, Canada, any country, any state, any continent. People are going to hear the name Honest John and they're not going to think of the character from Pinocchio. They're going to think of me the greatest thing going in professional wrestling because I've been ignored for a lot longer than people have been interested. But now, now people are being interested. Now, now they really want to see honest John. And you know how you see that is by shooting me a follow, follow me, be a part of my journey, be a part of my travels because at the end of these journeys in this career, this career that's gonna last centuries, you can watch that ride. Just like you watch your favorite series on Netflix or Hulu or whatever your streaming devices, streaming apps, preferentials are. You could just watch and enjoy as you see me become the greatest success in this wrestling industry. That's my goal. Everyone can say, oh, I can make, I want to make a lot of money. Ooh, cool. We all want to make money. Ooh, I want to be the world champion of blah, blah, blah. Right, we all want to be the world champion of whatever big promotions on TV. That's the generic response. That's the response from people that can't. Well, that that's from... Hmm, should I say, yeah, you know what? Yeah, that, that's a response from people who are unoriginal. That's a response from people that don't know what they're talking about. I don't know their real goals. That's a response from people that don't know how to talk. If you want a real response, I just gave you one. I'm going to be in the history books. You're going to, you're going to, anytime you think of the name wrestling, the thing professional wrestling. Because when you think of wrestling, what do you think of Hulk Hogan? You think of Stone Cold, John Cena. Right? You think of those names because those are the popular names. 
Yeah. My career is over and finished. When you think of wrestling, you're going to think of Honest John first. Then Hulk Hogan. Then The Rock. Then Stone Cold and all those other names. That's my goal. Because I put too much effort and too much work in this to not do that. To not be that. To not get there. I'm only three years in, three to four years in. And I'm already the hottest commodity coming out of SoCal. I'm the hottest commodity on the West Coast. Shoot, I could be the hottest commodity in all of America. Just people need to start paying attention because they're too busy paying attention in the wrong places. How about you pay attention in the right place? And that right place is Honest John's face. I think that, I think that answers your question. That answers it very well. Uh, earlier, you said that the drop you will follow how can somebody drop you a follow? What are your social media? My social medias, my Twitter and Instagram are both. Well, my Instagram's the only honest John. Twitter is only honest John because someone decided to snatch it up before I could. And I really don't like that person. I hate them a lot. And I hope if I see them on the street, I'll give them a piece of my mind. So yes, Instagram, the only honest John. Twitter, only honest John. And uh, where can people here in uh, in this region, SoCal, the Southwest United States, all that yeah, upcoming bookings, where can they see you? Uh, what are some upcoming events that you have lined up? August 7th, I'll be in San Diego for Fist Combat. Very fun place. Very fun atmosphere. August 14th and the 15th, you can see Honest John in NorCal. I'm going to be over there in Sacramento on the 14th and with the TWF and on the 15th with SPW. That's going to be a fun time. And I'll be walking the streets of Vegas. Very nice. Very nice. Yes, I'm going to have to make it out there for that. See ya. Well, well, no, well, I'll just be out there August 15th after those so NorCal shows. I'll be just down there walking the streets and just having a good old time for that week and weekend. Well, maybe we can uh, we can meet up and go hang out at some strip clubs. Ooh, don't promise me with a good time, Wade. <laughs> it's all good. Honest, John, thank you so much for being here on the Ring Scoops podcast. I so much appreciate that you took the time out of your busy schedule to be here to let everybody know about Honest John, where you were, where you are, and where you are heading. Honest, John, thank you so much. Hey, thank you for having me because this is this is a full circle moment. I, I always enjoy speaking with you, Wade, because I used to watch you back in the day. So I've been able to talk with you, having you commentate one of my matches uh, back in 2019 was a blessing. Um, I always enjoy talking with you, Wade. You're a good brother. Love this man. Thank you so much. Well, thank you.